Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Yeah, that's good right there. Yeah, man, I'm back. Still back in the studio. It's the white you would say. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm continuing. I think I'm um I think I'm gonna call these series Dummy Talk. Dummy Talk. Something quick, simple. Recap about a, about hoops, man. Um I left off at the Suns and Grizzlies in the first part. So I'm gonna pick up with the with the Nets and the Pelicans. I'm still on November eleventh. I mean November twelfth, twenty twenty one games. Friday night. Um the Nets beat the Pelicans. The Nets are nine and four. They're actually trying to pick up some speed now. Pelicans on one and twelve. You know what's the crazy part? The Pelicans are always number one on uh two K. No matter what. No matter what mode, no matter what, they're always like the best team, and I don't understand why. I really don't. Um, no Zion, Obia. Hmm. Still only be about eight, so <clears throat> yeah. Kevin Durant with twenty-eight. Joe Harris at twenty-four. Blake with eight looks terrible. James Harden with thirty-nine, and the bench is terrible. It's always for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, this is my issue with the Brooklyn Nets. You go get James Harden, which was really unnecessary. Um, now it's just certain things in the NBA. I just don't like seeing because it's a cop-out. You're stacking the deck. You're not, you know what I'm saying? The NBA is about competition. It's not about stacking the deck or it's, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing to go out, sign a guy or build and do through the draft free agency. It's called free for a reason. James Harden forced a trade out of, um, Houston and I'm not being hypocritical because I'm a Lakers fan I didn't like um, AD forcing his way out of LA and we all know it was a ploy to get him to the Lakers all along with LeBron and whatnot. Um, which shouldn't have came as a shock because a lot of people were vocal about playing with LeBron prior to him coming to LA and prior to him coming back to Cleveland, like Paul George definitely said it. Um, Dane, um, I know LeBron's been very favorable with Dane. Um, and Anthony Davis, LeBron was, was, was one of his idols, if not his idol growing up. And what, that's why he wore 23. Um, but, um, so yeah. Um, we all know it was a ploy to get him to the Lakers. I didn't like um, even still I didn't I didn't like how Anthony Davis was as well. But I didn't feel like they were cheated because I didn't feel like the Pelicans were cheated because they got what they wanted. The Pelicans, when they was trying to have the talks with Anthony Davis, they asked for Brandon Ingram, Lonzo. Josh Hart, Pope, 
Rondo. You know what I'm saying? They wanted four or five different players. They was taking. They just didn't want it. To, they just didn't want to make it easy. Plain and simple. That's what it was. They. I can't I can't find the words to say it. They just didn't want to make it easy for LA. Like with Boston, oh yeah, just give me two tickets and a box of popcorn. You can have them. Like Yeah. Um the thing with the Rockets was and the Pelicans got signed too. But um the things with the Rockets was um for one they didn't I don't feel like they got the same thing in return. I don't feel like they got a comp. I feel like the assets that they acquired was equal for James Harden. James Harden, before he went on that obnoxious two-week binge of not giving a damn about hoops, James Harden was the most, I would say, dominant player offensively. Because you couldn't do nothing with him. Like, when niggas started guarding James Harden behind him, like, y'all remember when the Timberwolves did it? I think it was, I think it was like the Timberwolves or the Jazz. They started, like, just putting their hands behind their back and getting behind Harden like they're, like they're escorting them to, to the, to, to the seat. Like, they're escorting them to the rim. I said, yeah. That's too much power for one man. So, Brooklyn, they go get they go get James Harden. Because of the vaccine, Kyrie is unavailable, essentially, in the in the gist. And they still start off slow. NBA rule change. Um. Yes, I felt like the the rest were getting worked a lot. In the past couple of years, I would say like two seasons, it was just not about buckets. It was about it's one thing as your game plan to say, all right, we're going to attack such and such and such, make him work hard, and if he can't handle it, then he's going to have to foul. That's one thing. But when you're no longer looking to score, you're just looking for contact to 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 whatnot. It's like alright. It's it's disgusting now. Um James Arnold, he's adjusted. Um I think he should focus on like getting back to basketball, playing the simple. Um I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and kill him like everybody else did on Twitter and Instagram talking about how shitty he is without the free throws. He has looked a lot different about the free throws. Without the free throws. Um uh, and anytime somebody averages like 13 free throws or it's like, come on now, what are we doing? There's niggas that don't even average 13 points, let alone 13 free throws. But Brooklyn, like I said, their defense has to be better tremendously because they don't have a great bench. Their bench look terrible. They bench look like a bunch of they, – they bench look like the senior citizens league, yo. They got a bunch of old niggas on their bench. Niggas can't talk. Niggas can't talk about LA no more. Let's be honest, man. Melo looks way. Melo looked like he could come there and be one of the best players on the Nets. If we being honest, hell, Malik Monk looked like he'd be a starter, and he probably would be. So, 
kill all that noise about LA and our free agency moves and whatnot. Brooklyn's they got to pick up their defense. They got to pick up. Um, they don't have great rebounders. They don't have great defenders. And I said something like the first night I watched them play against Milwaukee. For a team that's shitty defensively and don't have great defenders, they switch a lot. Who the hell do y'all think y'all are? Switching every play. Let LaMarcus Aldridge get cooked. Let Blake Griffin get cooked. Like, I think that's the biggest problem y'all have. Y'all know KD's not going to play defense. James Harden's never been known as a defender, so I don't care what what we might have, what niggas seen in one quarter or two games. Like, they don't have a rim protector. They don't got nobody. They damn sure ain't got nobody to move their feet and slide on the perimeter. So that's their main issue. Offensively, they look like they're figuring their things out. Um, as long as the, the 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 shooters that they want keep shooting and hitting, they should be all right. They're just gonna. I mean, when I look at the East, I don't really see like. No team that would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, Brooklyn's going to struggle with them. Nah. We're just going to, like, when we talk about Brooklyn, we talk about how they're going to match up. Well, who's going to match up with them, for one, defensively? But we should be talking about who are they going to match up with defensively. They they have two of the best scorers probably in the last decade. Um... But it's like, what else? Because if that's the case, the Celtics would be at the top of the league, too. If they have two of some of the best wing players in the league. Same thing about the Trailblazers. So that's the only thing I would say. The Thunder and the Kings. I'm be honest with you, man. SGA for president, man. The the boy is stunning, man. He didn't have a great shooting night like last night. Well, I want to say great. Nine for twenty four from the field, but two for eight. Yeah, he got to be better than that. Lou Dort with the game winner. Hey, man, the boy is he looking like a steal? I'm be honest with you. Like the first time I seen him play was in the bubble. Against the Rockets He like Really impressed me with like The stuff he was doing on James Harden Um Obviously you want him to get more Offensively in this game I feel like what would really help him Is being a um a better ball handler If he had a better ball handler He should work on He should definitely work I think he should call up James Harden And work on his handles Um Get some of his combos down, some of his uh his elusiveness and whatnot. Try to learn how to read things differently. He he's a great defender. He's he's almost like a he's almost like Tony Allen, but he has better just a little bit better bag offensively. Now Tony Allen was a dog defensively. He was so strong. He had massive hands. He had a massive Grit and grind mentality 
and whatnot. And the thing was, Tony wasn't dirty. He was like a lot of the people he guarded was he was very friendly with also. Well not friendly, but they had good I had a good relationship. They had they had a respect they had respect both ways. Um Sacramento five and eight. They just gotta I don't know, man. Sacramento's been stuck in a hellhole for about maybe twenty years, man. Like they don't look good at all. They don't look consistent. They don't look like a, a, a franchise worth investing in. So I, I think maybe they should look into moving to another city, changing the team logo, changing the identity. Cause it's not getting it done. I don't see them making the playoffs this year. No matter who drops out. Last year, I mean, Golden State didn't even make the playoffs and they're at the top of the seed. You know, I think both LA teams are going to make the playoffs. I think the Clippers are better than them. Clearly. Um, San Antonio wasn't in there last year. I don't believe so. So, where are they? Why are they going to fit in at the mix? And they're just going to be left out, essentially. Okay, see, we know... They're, they're trying to get better. They're trying to win games. Um, you got Shea Gillis. You got Lou Dort. The future looks bright for them. And I think they'll be more competitive in the next five to ten years than Sacramento will be from the past five years to the next five years to the next ten years. Hmm, Dallas, Dallas. Ooh, Dallas is eight and four. Luca Magic with another triple double. The boy does it all, man. And Porzingis with thirty-two points. My issue with Porzingis is he's not consistent. One day Porzingis gives you thirty-five, and y'all wash a great team. Then he, he play against a sorry team, and he gives me two points. It's like y'all, my nigga. Make up your mind. Either you're going to be trash today or you're going to be, like, trash. Like, at least I could depend on you being trash. At least I know, like, when you get on the court, you're going to be trash. I can expect that. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna lose my mind. Porzingis definitely needs to pick it up. He, he, he needs to be more consistent, especially in the playoffs. I played the Clippers last year, and, like, Porzingis is... He's having like two points with no bigs on him. Like, damn. He's like 7'2. Like, the tallest nigga on the court next to you was like 6'9. Dog, what are you doing? And you're a professional player. What are you doing, fam? But yeah, though, Dallas, though. I wish they had a second star. I wish they. I'm not going to say go get Ben because I don't think he'll fit and I don't think he'll solve your problems. I think you need more scoring without Luka. You need more, like, Dallas could have went and got Malik Monk. They could have went and got Kendrick Nunn, two, two guys that could go get you some buckets. Kendrick Nunn is a good defender, too. Comes from the air exposure system. Um, have a lot of great two-way players. 
um, out of that system. Um, yeah, like I think that's the only thing. That's the only downfall for Dallas. Um, they 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 play together as a team, even though Luca holds the ball 100 percent of the time. Um, they rebound as a team. They defend as a team. Um, they found a way to hide Luca defensively and whatnot, and he's. He's actually trying to give more effort on defense, um, which is great. Um, they shoot the ball well together. So it's like, what is the only thing holding them back? The only thing holding them back is having a second superstar consistently. Because like, let's be honest, in this day and age, you need multiple superstars to win the title. It's great to have Luka. If they had Luka and Kawhi, they be, they might be sitting at the top of the conference. And Kawhi's playing back to bats. Kawhi, if Kawhi played at least, you know Luka's going to give you probably 80 games or so. The longest Kawhi can give me 70 games, at least 70, Dallas would be probably the top seed in, in, the, in, the, in the conference, maybe in the NBA. Is they're great. Um, as much as Porzingis, they kind of fit together well because Porzingis can spread the floor. He could pop off the um the pick and roll. He has a post game actually. He use he needs to use that more often. He needs to dominate on the post, especially when there's aid to offense and switches and. Everything like that. Take advantage of that. Get back on the post. And, like, you ain't got to dunk on somebody, but at least get a damn layup, man. So, that's the only thing I, I say is holding them back. Needing a second and third superstar. I mean, a second superstar, probably a third star. Or even having, like, another another reliable scorer, ball handler. And... I think they'll probably be they'll probably be contenders for the next ten years or however long if they have that they fix that remedy. Hmm. The Nuggets and the Hawks. I think I picked the Hawks to win too. Wow. I just lost a lot of VC. Hmm. Jokic with another triple double. Twenty two, nineteen, and ten. Aaron Gordon with twenty three. That Jermichael Green was 16? Hmm. Okay. They showing me something. Uh, John Collins at 26. Trey Young with 30. Bogdanovich couldn't throw a tennis ball into the ocean with 10 points. Hmm. Cam Reddish couldn't throw a tennis ball in the ocean. DeAndre Hutton couldn't throw a tank into the ocean. Like, Okay, my issue with ooh, Atlanta's four and nine. Denver's eight and four. My issue with Atlanta is <clears throat> I don't think the pieces around Trey Young fit him to the best of his ability and benefit him. You got John Collins. He's he's great playing off of Trey Young and picking and rolling and everything like that. Um, Clint Capella great pick and roller 
playing off a train and whatnot. Um, but I feel like Trey, because he's such a superior scorer, ball handler, and playmaker, he needs more offense. Like almost like Zach Levine, like because he's so good offensively, he needs more help or at least more versatility. So you go get DeRozan, you go get Lonzo, you go get Vujicic, and now the offense is opening opening up even more. Now Zach and DeRozan are the highest scoring duo in the league. Same thing with Trey Young. Trey Young can give you thirty and ten. He's he's actually a great passer. More so than someone whose offense is so dominant. So with that being said, he might need not a Joel, but he might need a, another big that could just open that lane up even more. Or he just have someone he could just like throw it back to off the off the screen. That like the pick and roll and you coming right behind me like I'm already two feet tall. Just stay back there and pop that thing. And that'll be great. Almost like Nash and um I'm like Nash and Dirk. Um Denver. Um we gotta wait to see how Jamal Murray looks. Jamal Murray could make them contenders and whatnot. But still, I don't see a second a second superstar. Jokic, he's a superstar. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and knight him with that. He's a superstar. Won the MVP award. Stat sheet stuffer. He's so, he changes the game. He, 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 he confuses the algorithm, really. Um... So he's not an easy fix. Aaron Gordon, he definitely gave them something on the wing, being an extra brolic body that can go and defend and, and, and give Jokic someone else to have a fluent offensive game with. Aaron Gordon and Jokic actually pretty work pretty well, more so than what anybody would ever think. Um Jamal Murray, when I look at him. I don't see a superstar. Um, there are a lot of stars, a lot of good players. When I look at players like Jamal Murray, De'Aaron Fox, I don't see a superstar. When I see a superstar, I see someone that, for one, they mess up the algorithm. Um, and for two, they change the dynamic of probably like a franchise or even just like the game. So... Superstars, you got Steph, you gotta have um, Brian, you gotta have James Harden, KD, Giannis. Um, superstars. The only thing with Jamal Murray is you can give me forty, and it, and it's gonna matter, but. Just even you having 20 should matter also. You even having 25 should matter also. You see what I'm saying? Like, Steph giving me 50, 
okay, he he was on to something. But there's been times Steph has gave me less than that, and that was more important. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Murray can give you 50 and you still lose. Steph can give you 20 and still win. Because that 20 came when you needed it most. It's like God. That that 20 hit the bank account when you needed it most. You feel me? And so, that's the only thing I'll have to complain about when I say I don't see a superstar with Jamal Murray. Um, Denver, though, they're obviously playing a long game because they have to with Jamal Murray. But I just think they need not another ball handler, but they had another if they had a sniper if they had like a clay somebody that could just like light it up for 20 or so that would make a that would make a that would make them 10 times better um episode getting a little longer than i want it but we down to two games from last night um bulls and warriors warriors 11 and 1 um even though they haven't played like a um, a true contender that's still fitting, figuring things out. Um, well, that has things already figured out and with their identity and whatnot. Um, which is really no team right now. Because the teams that are sitting at the top of the conferences, you don't expect them to be there. Um, probably like... I mean, Chicago's definitely... Um, they shocked me because they... They're playing defense, and their offense is very potent, which we already would expect, but they're playing great defensively, and they're getting huge wins. Um, But Washington sitting up at the top, um, Cleveland, you know, same teams like that. Brooklyn still figuring things out. Miami, they know who they are. They just got to get all the pieces together. Um... So really there's no team that's 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 even set saying like we're ready right now. Which you which you would expect still like kinda early in November. Um I don't even think a lot of teams would probably be ready like around Christmas or so. So um Golden State, they're gonna they're probably going to have to wait to show what they could really made of because they're also waiting on Clay and waiting on James Wiseman. But I can't be mad if they're beating teams that don't really matter when there aren't a lot of teams that do matter. You feel me? Um, Chicago, eight and four, ran into a monster last night. Which with Golden State will always be as long as they have like who they who they have on their personnel. Um Steph with forty. God leave, man. The dude does not stop. Um the one thing I will say about Golden State is they have developed the talent and they look comparable to the team that won the title in fifteen. Um tremendous bench. Uh, tremendous play style Tremendous coaching and whatnot. They look like that team um, So hats off to them Like I said They're just going to have to wait to see 
what teams matter, and they're going to have to really test themselves. In the last game, L.A. and Minnesota, like, I think Minnesota scored like 40 in the third quarter. So, this is unacceptable. Um, Colin Towns with 30. Russell with 22. Well, Ant-Man didn't really play well, so. So, what is really the issue? Oh. I'm going to be honest. I'm tired of Bays, man, yo. He need to sit his ass down. He's starting to piss me off, for real, for real. Um, Braun out. Um, Westbrook's trying to get his confidence back, trying to get everything up. Westbrook only had three assists. The team didn't even have that many assists altogether, which is alarming because AD, great playmaker, except when you see a damn double team. He's like a pedestrian then. Um, Westbrook three assists unacceptable. I don't care. Um, everybody five points. So, I mean, what do you expect? Hell, um, Wayne Ellington six points. I mean, what the hell? Melo one for twelve. Godly, who the hell was guarding him? Um, like, I don't know what it's going to take for them to figure everything out. I'm not mad at the Lakers looking at um, other options, which you would kind of expect, but not so early in the season. But it it is better to just get it done with early in the season than coming up on a trade deadline February or so after all star um, during all star break and say, all right, we're gonna start from scratch essentially. Um, I feel like the pieces can fit. It's just going to take. I'm not going to say a better coach, but I don't feel like Frankie V can figure out this offense. This offense is very different because you have two ball handlers. And defensively, we're not playing well. So that's going to be a big topic going forward. Um, I think you're going to have to bring in another offensive curator just to spruce it up or everything like that. And also, Westbrook's just got to make better decisions, like plain and simple. Like, um, he's got to learn how to, I feel like he should learn to be the best playmaker. Excuse me. Best playmaker in basketball. Instead of trying to be in the best point guard he could be um, for the Lakers. Because we know Russ as a point guard, you get more than just playmaking. You get more than just attacking the rim. You get a player that could play off on the post. You get a player that could rebound. Um, so he's competitive defensively, but he doesn't always make the right marks or cues. So. Yeah. Um I'm just gonna end the show right here right now. Um just because Um this is something I'm still trying to work out with the kinks and whatnot and everything. I'm just trying to figure out the schedule moving forward. I'm trying to really 
start to get on my P's and Q's with this podcasting thing. Um, something that I introduced like some people to or everything like that. And so um, I definitely have to pick it up because this was my idea and my passion. And I just got to show that same gratitude and the same hunger and energy as I showed them to get them interested. So and whatnot. But appreciate you all for listening. Going to be back. We're going to be better. We're going to work the kinks out. And let me know how everything like sounds. Let me know how the struggles running. What you think? I know it was like a little bit of dry spots and whatnot. Um, I usually pick the itinerary and go ahead and line it up so I can just keep things moving. Because you know what I'm saying? Like I look at things differently, man. So thank you all for listening. Another episode down in the books. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.